Welcome to episode six of the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers. If you're a volunteer who works with teenagers and you especially love pointing them to Jesus, this podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Chris Trent, and I work with the Next Gen Ministry for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. I've worked with teenagers for a little over 30 years now, and I love pointing them to Jesus. But I especially love the volunteers who work with them, and that's you. And we're so glad that you've joined us today. Hey, I also have with me today... Todd Jones. Todd, how's it going, man? Hey, Chris. Great to be with you. Good to see you, man. Again, this is your second one. Yes, yes. Hey, uh, I am the uh, student pastor, family pastor at First Baptist Duluth in Duluth, Georgia. Uh, 25 years of student ministry, and I feel every 25 years of it. You look uh, too, Thank bro. you. I appreciate it. Uh, but uh, I'm also a state rep for the Next Gen Ministries of the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. Yeah, man. Well, it's great to have you, man. Things going well with your youth ministry. What's kind of the current trend right now going on in your youth oh, ministry? Oh, they're dating. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. we're starting to see, some, yeah, we're seeing something? some dating. It's kind of, oh, kind of yeah. weird because I've seen them, you know, being at a place for a while, you see them as children yeah. and as they grow up, they start dating each other. And so it's, it's a little weird right now. I like yeah. it. I like it, man. That's actually a good thing, man. If you could teach them how to uh, date in a godly way, that's a, that's a, that's a big win these that's days. Right. So. Good stuff. Well, hey, man, tell everybody uh, what we're talking about today. We want to jump right in. This yeah, thing. today we're talking about how to take prayer requests without it taking too long. Oh, I love this topic. Uh, another way of saying this topic, uh, Todd, I've jokingly said to you off offline here is how to take prayer requests without praying for your grandmother's neighbor's cat. That is right. That is correct. <laughs> also, it's also been said as uh, not having an organ recital. Everybody wants to pay for pray for everybody's organs. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so don't have an organ recital as well. So, yeah, now listen, just to be super clear here, Todd and I, we are not anti prayer. No. Okay. We are very pro prayer. Uh, but what I've, I've learned over the years is um, I, I've had situations where volunteers that are leading a Bible study, a small group, a Sunday school group, they're taking prayer requests with their kids, and it just seems to take forever. It's almost like the kids in that group have figured out if we just keep asking for prayer requests, we can talk about prayer the whole time and never have to never have to actually do our Bible study. They are very they're very wise. Students are wise. wise. So so what we've got here is we've got four ideas on how to take prayer requests without it taking too long. And uh just kind of thinking through some things that we think might help uh, do this. We think this is a real practical need. So here's the first one. Um, I've got the first one. And the first one is simply don't take prayer requests. And here I am being anti-prayer again. Uh, but that's not the <laughs> that's not the goal. Um, here's what I mean by don't don't take prayer requests. I'm basically wanting to say to you, a listener today, I want to give you permission to not take prayer requests at every single Bible study that you do. If part of what you're feeling like is that you've got pressure that every time you meet with your group, does anybody have any prayer requests? That it's okay to be more intentional. And we're going to talk about intentionality here in a little bit. Um, but it's okay to be a little more intentional with that and maybe not take prayer requests every single time. But be more selective, maybe the first Sunday of each month or the first and third Sunday of each month. Whatever works for you, um, but be a little more intentional. What do you think about that? Absolutely. And I, I think it all comes down to leadership. Uh, how are you leading your group? Are you leading them well? And, uh, you know, because they'll, again, like you said, they'll take, you know, the majority of the time doing prayer requests 
and uh, you're sitting there left with five minutes to do a Bible study, and, and it's hard to do that. So if you do that strategically, like you said, that would help on this process of not taking too long with prayer requests. Yeah, very good. Very good. Well, hey, you got number two. What's number two? Yeah, the uh, second one is you set the guidelines. Again, we just talked about uh, leadership. You are the leader. You're the volunteer in that group. And so you'll talk about what you will pray for, uh, and you'll talk about what not to pray for, and then also how long to spend praying. You know, again, it's it's kind of like you setting that focus of maybe you take that that second Sunday and you pray specifically for their their lost friends or, or something along those lines. Yeah, and, and it's okay to limit that and say, hey, guys, we're not going to take longer than five minutes. And it's okay to even say something to the effect of, okay, well, hey, we need to go ahead and pray because we need to jump in our Bible study lesson. And if anybody else has any prayer requests, you can send those to us. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit as well, number four. Uh, um, but it's also okay. Um, I've said it this way before. It's okay to say to a group of teenagers, guys, we want to take time to pray, but we're going to take prayer requests about things that are directly impacting you. It doesn't mean that you haven't heard of somebody in your neighborhood that's sick or or a distant relative that's sick, but we want to talk about things that are directly related to you. Do you have a test coming up that you're really worried about? Is there something happening in your house? Um, again, what's so great about that is that keeps things focused, but before you know it, you're also kind of pulling the the onion back a little bit, you know, and and you're starting to see what they're actually going through instead of it like, I want to pray for so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Uh, but you're just keeping it real specific right. there. You want to you want to kind of get into their heart. Where's their heart right now? You know, we talk a little bit about mental health and where where students are right now. But you kind of ask the question, what's making you anxious? Um, oh, so you good. know, just kind of so talk good. about that. So you're able to kind of pray for them specifically in the, those areas. And typically, if you ask a very specific question like what's making you anxious, Todd, I love that. Great, great tip uh, that we didn't even talk about ahead of time. Uh, I love that. But what's so good about that is what's not making them anxious is their neighbor's cat or something distant. Yeah. It's going to be very specific, something I'm dealing right. with. No, that's good, man. That's good. That's real good. Wait. Well, hey, uh, so number one, don't take, uh, don't take prayer requests. And we're not saying literally don't ever take prayer requests, but we're saying be very intentional with the timing on that thing. Uh, number two, uh, you set the guidelines, which you will pray for, not pray for how long you're going to spend praying. Uh, number three, here's number three, uh, keep a prayer notebook. In other words, uh, write them down. And Todd, that, it, this was awesome because we both came up with our topics separate. And this is the, this is one of the ones we both had, uh, the idea that you would write your prayer requests down. I had a great, uh, we called them life group leaders. That was like a Sunday school leader at the church I served at. Uh, and what she did was she just kind of made, it was a girl's leader. So she made kind of a frou-frou-y kind of notebook or whatever, you know, but uh, she just kept the notebook uh, in what we call their, uh, their life group basket um, that was there every week. And they took time to write their prayer requests down, what the requests were. But here's what was beautiful about it. It wasn't just that every time we take prayer requests, making this long list of things, but they could reflect back on those things. And also at times, what's the update on that? And as a result, it wasn't just prayer requests, this long list of God, but it was also teaching the students the importance of praise as well. And it's a faith builder too. When you look back on that, you see God at work, they're able to look back and say, man, God answered this this way and we're able to continue. So yeah, I love the it's a praise builder and a faith builder. 
And it's also a great relationship tool for you as a life group or a small group leader. Because if you take that thing home with you and you take the time to pray through those on a regular basis and your students know that you do that, wow. I mean, big, big, big win there. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Yeah. Which is which kind of leads us to number four, which is you would want to make sure you're communicating with with them. So t- tell us what number four yeah, is. Yeah, what we, we kind of talked about is communicating prayer requests outside of the small group time. Um, technology is wonderful, and we are able to, to do so many different things. But we're talking about maybe a text uh, thread, uh, a group meet. Uh, email, all those type of things that you can do. You could even create a, a Facebook group just for your small group and share those prayer requests over and over again. And and again, that's outside of that small group time. So again, when we say don't take prayer requests, you actually are taking prayer requests when you have one of these communication tools outside of small group time. Yeah, I love it. And the key here is to make sure as you're listening to this, depending on when you're listening and where you're listening from, uh, the current uh, popular social media app or way to communicate may be different. And so uh, what would work for me, Todd and I are both in Atlanta, but what works over here on my side of Atlanta may not be the same thing that his kids are using. So the key would be to find whatever tool works best, uh, but then to utilize that tool on a regular basis. Um, And then I think, I mean, do you think it's okay to even in that to say, hey, how can we pray for each other today? Yes, yeah, that that's a great way to do it, and and it it gives those students uh, the realization in their own life that there's somebody out there that cares for them. They know. Do you think you would follow up with that possibly with a prayer? prompt, if right. you will. Here's what I mean by prayer prompt. Like maybe on Monday, you say, how can we be praying for each other this week? But then on Tuesday or Wednesday, you send a prayer prompt saying, hey, don't forget, we said we were going to pray for this. Have you prayed for this today? Kind of That's thing. great. Yeah, I think that would be super. And, I, you know, a lot of people try to do that on on social media in different ways as well. And so I think, yeah, prayer prompt is, is key. And you can, again, make it more specific, um, you know, praying for your test this week or praying for your quizzes this yes. week. So something like along those lines. Which helps with one of the challenges of working with students is what can I text and communicate with teenagers? I definitely recommend that you never text these open-ended, hey, how's it going questions. I think that's just weird for adults to text that to teenagers. But specifically, if you're texting a group, emphasis on group, maybe not one-on-one, but a group, hey, how can we be praying for each other? And prayers of affirmation. Hey, wanted to let you know that I'm praying for you and like you said, because they mentioned on Sunday that they've got a big test in algebra that they're about to fail. Man, what a great way to encourage. I love that. Yeah, it's super. You know, again, it's it's a generation that needs that approval and that that love and that acceptance. And they're looking for a place to belong. And when you're praying for them and they know it, they feel a place and a sense of belonging. Yeah, it's good. Well, hey, folks, again, just as a reminder, we're not anti-prayer. We're pro, we're pro prayer. Love prayer. We just love Jesus. Yeah, we, we love it. And, and, and what we know, though, is that sometimes um, it can take a long time and it, it, it can be a real challenge to kind of know how to do that. So that's why we did this topic on how to take prayer requests without it taking too long. And just a reminder what those four things were. Uh, don't take prayer requests, which we're not saying to not ever take prayer requests, but just be specific on when you are uh, an intentional. Number two, uh, you set the guidelines, what you will and will not pray for and how long you will spend praying for those things. Number three, keep a prayer notebook, write them down, uh, utilize that notebook to be an encouragement and even a time to praise. And then community 
communicate. And then number four was communicate prayer requests outside of a small group time, uh, texting, group me, whatever happens to work uh, in your context. Yeah, man. Anything to add, Todd? No, this is a great topic. And, and again, it's a great time to encourage students through prayer. Yeah. Volunteers, thank you for taking the time to listen to this today. We're not sure how you found this, but most, most likely uh, somebody leading your youth ministry may be recommended that you listen to this. They asked you to listen to this uh, podcast. And the fact that you've taken time to do this on the way to or from work means that you really are interested in uh, really loving teenagers well and pointing them to Jesus. And we can't thank you enough for that. I tell you, part of my story is, you know, a youth pastor reached out to me, which led to me trusting Christ, but it was the volunteers, the weekend week out volunteers that helped lay the foundation in my life that even leads to honestly what I'm doing today. So thank you for what you're doing. We are cheering you on. We hope that you continue to do a great job uh, pointing your teenagers to Jesus. And if we can ever help you, uh, we sure would love to do that. Hey, uh, be sure to join us on our next episode, episode number seven, as we talk about how to prepare well uh, to lead a Bible study, something that most of us have to do. So be sure to check that one out. Uh, it'll be out in a couple of weeks if you're listening to this one on time. Uh, hey, special thanks to the Georgia Baptist Mission Board for allowing us to provide this as a free resource. We're especially thankful for the churches that continue to give to the cooperative program. But even if you're not a part of all of that, we're still thankful that you're here. Hey, if you ever need anything, you can find us at gabaptist.org slash nextgen. I'm Chris Trent, and we'll see you next time on the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers.